Sharing some Christmas stories, Mother Nature comes in with a vengeance. Surviving the sale crew, let's ranch it up. Good day, everyone, and thanks for riding with us on this all-new episode of the Ranch It Up radio show. I'm Jeff Tigger Earhart. A big thank you goes out to our partners, Green Acres, Vitelli, Pharmatan, and Imogene Ingredients, the American Gelvie Association, the Tri-State Livestock News, the Farmer and Rancher Exchange, and the Fence Post, Abrahamson Rodeo Company, Westway Feed Products, Neogen, Allied Genetic Resources, Livestock Market, Equine Market, and AuctionTime.com, RFD-TV, the Cowboy Channel, and Wrangler. Rebecca Warner, a.k.a. Beck, glad to have you back. Where have you been? <laughs> Where have I Quiet. not been? <laughs> Where have you not been? Let me just say to you, Merry Christmas to you and your crew. Well. Because you kind of have your followers as well. I do, I do, and I appreciate that. And thank you for, you know, not letting me go get off the hook completely. Well, I your studio missed... is like 15 steps away from <laughs> where we are recording as we speak, so it's not like you can get out of there. So we have been digging out. Yes, yes. Like everyone else, a lot of irons in the fire, and one of those included being buried in a four-day blizzard. Literally, <laughs> literally. So while we were digging out multiple times over and over and over mm -hmm. again, there was a lot of people cleaning up mm -hmm. because last week was record-breaking people receiving not just inches of snow, but feet of snow. Uh, yes. Pictures were, I'm going to say they're going to be legendary of the some of the pictures that we've seen. Unfortunately, so many of you listening in the south, in the southeast, receiving a record number of tornadoes. The number of tornadoes that were received in that area was more than I've ever experienced in my life. And I've lived in Tornado Alley. And then those of you that are even further south, you're going through record lows uh, for Christmas. Right, you know, we right. so I think we all saw the different memes and stuff talking about iguanas falling out of trees. That was Jim Yance that did that. I know there was a couple of other friends Thanks, that Jim had the that. same thing. So we're thinking about you down in Florida, by the way, with these cold temps you're going through right now as well. I think it's safe to say that a lot of us will have a white Christmas. Mm -hmm. Some people yes. that have never had a white Christmas may have a white Christmas. So with that, we do want to wish a Merry Christmas to you and yours. And before I do need to share a little bit of news, we, we, we got to get into the cow stuff yet today. But uh, I wanted to ask you uh, before we get into that Christmas memories. Oh. Is there something specific since you've had a hiatus is that uh, is that the word a sabbatical here for a couple months and coming back with us but some christmas memories maybe that stand out for me i believe it's just always knowing that for my family we always try to get together on christmas eve and tigger has gotten very used to that and and we enjoy pizza and just camaraderie just getting together and playing play. a nice fun game of pictionary although it can get a little western sometimes you know it's when i think of christmas it's what, and maybe it's just because of this year of what so many people are going through with weather anomalies. Mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. of battling the elements of when I was a wee one, dad and I trying to get chores done and feed yes. and extra bedding. And I remember my dad would say things like, you know, everybody got extra grain, right? Oh, my dad Everybody did the got same extra thing. rations mm -hmm. on Christmas time. Mm -hmm. But those were those were kind of my memories of that we would try to hurry up and get into the house and finish chore <laughs> chores early and but but here's the good thing that I'm going to say is with the weather being so cold what's that when you're out doing chores back 
you don't have to worry about seeing snakes. <laughs> right? <laughs> you, the lover of snakes, you don't have to worry about that. Oh, my gosh. You're right. I don't. I don't. So with that, I am with Tigger right there. Thank you for having me back on the show. And back on the show. Letting me, you know, I might get bucked off once in a while, but I'm always allowed back on. So I appreciate you letting me stick around. So a Merry Christmas from our outfit to yours. We've got a lot going on today. And as I said, we need to jump into a little bit of the news. Cow Country News. You know, the cow stuff. Not necessarily the cow stuff, but an update that has been making news on one of our other proteins. Highly pathogenic avian influenza is not new, but the toll in 2021 and 2022 is rapidly overtaking the widespread losses since in previous outbreaks. As of Monday, confirmed detections had been reported this year in 702 commercial and backyard flocks in 47 states. That according to USDA's APHIS, that is USDA's Animal and Plant Health Inspection Service, affecting over 57 million birds. In the last week alone, producers in 11 states reported outbreaks, including California, Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, Minnesota, Montana, Nebraska, Oregon, South Dakota, Tennessee, and Washington. More than 4 million birds just last week were affected. The impact, they say, is a global one with poultry losses since October nearly 70% higher than last year's pace, reaching 16.1 million by December 1st. Why reporting on this, I have a number of friends and colleagues in various different levels on State Department of Agriculture, of Animal Health Departments, and have been watching this and keep me informed and saying, this one, now this one is getting kind of nasty. Now coming up, what happens when Mother Nature not only postpones your sale date, your big pay date, not only once, but twice? What do you do? What were the results? Well, we head to Timberlake, South Dakota for that one. We've got a lot more of the Ranch It Up radio shows coming up right after this. Are you scrambling to find the perfect Christmas present this year? How about wild rags? You know, because you can never have too many wild rags, not just any wild rags. I'm talking Ranch Life Wild Rags. These are hashtag Tigger Improved. We've seen them in person. They are by far the best of the best, and you have never seen anything like them before. RanchLifeWildRags.com. Good luck trying to find your favorite because we've picked out about 10 of them. RanchLifeWildRags.com. You're looking at those calves and you're seeing all the hard work pay off. Vaccinations and herd health and management, genetics, marketing, and nutrition. Keep nutrition simple with Westway Feed products. You can count on Westway, westwayfeed.com. We've talked about Pharmatan and its success over the past several years, usually encouraging you to feed it in the diet 90 days pre-calving. Now here's Paul Mitchell with how we're using Pharmatan both pre- and post-weaning in our calves. A lot of guys are using the Pharmatan both for coccidia control and then excellent to help with that transition to solid feed and seeing their weights really hold up as they put cattle through their weaning ration and to a higher energy diet. Head to imogeneingredients.com. Neogen, the partner you need. Some of our best products and improvements come from producers. And if they've got an idea on maybe how we can help, we'd like to hear what they have to say. Contact us directly. Go to neogen.com. We're more than happy to help. Neogen, the partner you now have. 
The Ranch It Up Radio Show, as much information as we can pack into a 30-minute program and talk about a feel-good story going into Christmas. As many of you have heard last week, much of cow country was rocked by feet of snow. Not just inches, crew. I'm talking about feet of snow. And then there were tornadoes in the south. In fact, a record number of tornadoes that were popping up in the south. This was one for the history books again So what do you do when your fall bull sale lands right smack dab in the middle of all this? That is what happened last week with Brian Gill and Gill Red Angus of Timberlake, South Dakota. But this story, this one has a happy ending. I have Brian on the phone as we speak, and he is literally in the tractor moving snow and bedding critters and, uh, hey, Pulled over for a little bit just so we could visit about the sale. Okay, Brian, give us a little bit of a recap of the fiasco is how things started. And this is going to be a a tremendous feel-good story of support of a program because last week on the eve of Epic Blizzard, you guys were fixing to have your bull sale. So it kind of just take me chronologically how everything happened because you even had to postpone it a couple times. Well, the uh, winter was has been so nice. You know, we thought we had her made in the shade and everything was good. And then all of a sudden, they started predicting snowmageddon on us. And uh, we went into, first we let it be for a while, and they, they predicted and predicted this. And then there was a few days before the sale, and I thought, you know what? This thing's looking real. So we decided to postpone it to Saturday. And and, and, uh, and your sale was what? I'm, I'm sorry. Cause the sale was, it was Wednesday? supposed to be on Wednesday. Okay, Wednesday, last week Wednesday, Wednesday. Got it. Yes. And that was the day that it snowed. Yeah, that day, it was a nice day, actually, but we got like a foot of snow. And then we postponed it to Saturday. And then it Saturday come around, and they were predicting these horrible winds. And it started Friday, Thursday afternoon, the wind started. And, well, we thought, well, there's absolutely no way we're going to get cleaned out for the uh, sale on Saturday. So then we postponed it one more day after consulting with all my auctioneer and ringmen and sale help. And we postponed it for one more day. And it was a blessing because we we had, we figured we had two feet of snow at a minimum. And then we had two days of 50 mile an hour winds and everything was blown in. I mean, we were, we've got alleyways that was 10 foot tall of snow and the sail pens were full. And actually I, I, sent a little text out to a, a few of my buddies that said asked if anybody was up for some moving some snow on saturday because the wind's supposed to be down and uh could use a little help well man i tell you what they showed up i had uh two snow blowers we had three payloaders two skidsters and a great big case quad tractor with a dozer on it and we moved a lot of snow in a hurry and uh turned out great you got great friends that neighbors that come and helped us and uh just by just by a little text and sunday we got the bends and the bulls and heifers penned and i was quite nervous it was i was a nervous wreck to be honest with you but uh people showed up i couldn't believe it they they show started showing up at about 10 o'clock before we were actually ready yet for them to be looking at everything which is just fine i had rolls in the and coffee made for them so they enjoyed a little bit and then we got them all sorted up and got them in the right places. And then the uh, we probably fed, I don't know what we fed, between 75 and 100 hamburgers, I suppose, we grilled that day. 
which was, I was thinking if we'd get 15 or 20 on a Sunday afternoon after two postponements, we'd be doing good. And then the online presence was amazing. DV Auction did an amazing job for us. And we got every bull sold but one, sold all the bread heifers, and at near record prices for our program. Oh, wow. Amazing day for us. So, what it could have been. Could have been a train wreck. I mean, mean, really. And well, and it was. I mean, let's just be honest, buddy. It was, I mean, it was a couple train wrecks where you were a little nervous saying, how many more train wrecks do we got to have? And then all of a sudden, Sunday rolls around and the skies slowly open up and boom, like you said, you had a record sale. Saturday and Sunday were really nice days. They were cold, but nothing us Dakotans can't handle. But it was, the sun was out and the wind wasn't blowing and uh, it was just a good day. Couldn't, so, couldn't ask for more. We were blessed. Truly were. So averages, talk to me a little bit about what you got for averages on your bulls and then for the breads. Tried to sell 117 bulls. We, we catalog more than that, but we tried to sell that many after I semen testing and injuries and I pulled some out for disposition and whatnot. So we tried to sell 117. We sold 116 and we averaged 6,100. Right on. And the heifers, we, uh, I think it was 197 heifers. We advertised 195, and we had a couple more than we realized. We sold 197, and it was like 2,055 or something like that on the heifers. And the heifers went locally and a long ways away. Same with the bulls. They went locally and a long ways away. I, I really believe that it was a blessing in disguise that we had at least one postponement because it made me get on the phone and talk to them customers one more time and tell everybody that it's postponed and you know the guys uh they really stepped up they really did well and it they say it takes a village right and it wasn't just you but you said your sales staff your auctioneer your ring men you know all the different people my, that my, my, my brother brent he stepped up hard yeah. to help me usually usually he's not on the phone and doing that stuff but he helped me with that really hard and uh, we were, it was a great team. Sales staff was good. I really consulted a lot with Seth Weissauer, my auctioneer, and Donnie Letty, one of the ring men. They make my catalog for me, too, from Cattle Business Weekly. And those guys, they, they really helped me. So you've got, uh, you've got your December sale has is, uh, is officially been in the book, so congratulations on that. Your next sale is coming up when? And we're hoping the weather will be a little nicer. I think everybody would be a little crabbier if the weather's not nice. It's last weekend of, last, excuse me, the last Wednesday in April. So no, It yeah. surely should be nice, but this spring proved to be different. We could have some bad storms in April, too. Right, exactly right. So thank goodness that we have the opportunity that we do in today's day and age to bid and buy online and technology has allowed us to be able to make those purchases a lot easier but ultimately it just uh it is a congratulations that i give to you my friend of of a a commitment that us as your customers have to you and your program because you know be darned if it's going to be a blizzard or not if that's the genetics that we need and we have come to trust we are going to make darn sure that we can get there even if it has to be via over the internet well yes and I tell you what, uh, we sold, um, you know, we, I don't know how many customers was actually bought yesterday, but I did check one thing and there was 10, I, I only had 10 new customers. So the rest were all repeat. And that, that speaks quite highly, I think, if, if they come back year after year like that and that and supports you. So I think the, the best way for me to say this is, hey, Merry Christmas, 
to uh, to you and yours. Happy New Year, and again, congratulations, buddy. Merry Christmas to you. Tell Beck hi, and I really think that she could do better. <laughs> you and many others. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Gill and I go back a long ways, and it's great to hear that his sale was a success. And, of course, throwing a little bit of words of wisdom into the into the mix. It wouldn't be Brian Gill if he didn't do that. Now, their spring bowl sale is coming up, as Brian said, the last Wednesday in April at the ranch in Timberlake, South Dakota. You can head to gilredangus.com for additional information and or follow along their story at gilredangus on Facebook. Now, a market recap, some additional Christmas stories, and some more sharing is coming up when we come by. Cattle Market Reports to various news stories. The Tri-State Livestock News covers it all. Check us out at tsln.com. Subscriptions or advertising, call Tracy Hawk at 406-951-3211. The Tri-State Livestock News, what ranchers read. Vitelli is a precision livestock company that has set out to solve what we call the Triple Challenge. And the Triple Challenge is really the combination of the need for more protein coupled with doing it in a more sustainable production practice, doing it in a way that producers can make money. Hey, it's Mark Banzi with LivestockMarket.com, EquineMarket.com, and AuctionTime.com. Give us a call, 844-775-4762, or look us up online at LivestockMarket.com. Thanks, guys. Gelvy Genetics deliver maternal superiority in planned crossbreeding systems. Highly productive cows with adaptability, versatility, and stability can have a positive impact on your bottom line. Gelvy Imbalancer, smart, reliable, profitable, the continental breed of choice. It's not every day that you find something so, well, natural that works. Green Acres Angus Genetics are just that. Despite market trends and fads of breeding large frame cattle, Green Acres has remained true to its focus, breeding medium-framed, fertile cattle that perform on a 100% grass-fed and finished diet. These genetics produce efficient cattle that turn grass into high-choice and prime carcasses. To learn more, visit green-acres.org. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for staying with us. Kirk Donsbach, Stonex Financial Incorporated. Kirk, last week, other than, you know, epic blizzards and snowstorms and, and all that was going on and tornadoes, I mean, kind of kind of weather anomalies that were happening all across the country. Let's move past that. Let's talk markets a little bit. What happened last week? Well, if we, if we move right into it, Tigger, as of Friday, December 16th, January feeders closed 184.10. That's up 22.5 cents on the week with the CME feeder index at 179.51. The listeners will notice that the cash price has not been able to push over 180. The index was up 29 cents on the week, leaving our basis a negative $4.59 versus January futures. And that is also getting a, a little, little salty, a little high above cash price. February Live closed 154.75, down 80 cents on the week, with cash trading 155 to 155 and a half in the south and 155 to 59 in the north, leaving the five area weighted average on steers down four cents at 155.56. So basically flat cash prices. Our basis was positive 61 cents, which is very normal. The weekly slaughter came in at 629,000, and this is probably the big takeaway. For, the, for our listeners, that's down 29,000 versus last week and down 23,000 versus the same week 
last year. Choice boxes printed 260283 That's up $13.90 on the week. So what we got is the Packers lowering the slaughter and not supporting the choice boxes. March corn closed the week $6.53. That's up 9.5 cents week over week. Corn continues to consolidate under its downtrend line, waiting to break one direction or another. Kind of a takeaway I don't usually talk about is the Dow and the S&P had a very sharp sell-offs basically all week. And that's something for our listeners definitely to pay attention to relative to the demand of beef. So any particulars that we maybe need to be looking at, watching for as we wrap up 2022 and move into a new year of 2023? I think the weekly slaughter is the big takeaway and and the the Dow and the S&P relative to demand, right? The Packers is going to try to maintain positive returns on their buys. And to do that, they need to prop up choice boxes. To prop up boxes, they lower their slaughter. And then how all that plays into the currentness of the cattle in the feedlot. So if we can trim slaughter and still stay current, live prices will be very supported. If we trim slaughter and we lose our currentness or, or the leverage the feedlots presently are enjoying, we could see cash prices decline. Now, Kirk, before uh, I say fairly well, and before I wish you and yours a very Merry Christmas, share with us, uh, give me a Christmas story, man. Tell me something, maybe a memory as a kid or, or something that sticks out that when you say, when we talk about Christmas, it just, it conjures up this memory or this feeling for you. I think my memory, and it seems to fit our current situation with all the snow. Uh, so both of my boys were, were quite young, like five and seven-ish. And, of course, in, in the snow environment that we're in, you always got big piles of snow somewhere on the place as you're trying to keep roads clear. And uh, in that pile, I took the tractor and started to, you know, level the top off and dug a big hole in the in the top of it, started the snow fort. And so probably one of my fonder memories in a year with a lot of snow is the creation of a snow fort and all the battles that ensued following <laughs> that creation. Probably more fun in the building of the fort and the tunnels and such, but exactly. You know, you're never you're never too old for a snow fort or you know playing on the snow banks. We never grow out of that at all, do we? No, nope, the only thing you got to grow out of is winning. Because with uh, two two boys <laughs> in a snowball fight, dad dad has to lose, or, or there'll be tears somewhere. Exactly right. Exactly. Hey guys, Mark Banzi with LivestockMarket.com. Thanks to everybody that got on and bid on or bought sheep on that December twenty first auction. Uh, those results are live on auctiontime.com right now. Uh, you can go look at them, just click on the livestock tab, then on the results at the top, and then you can just adjust the date uh, to December 21st. Now, this next week, on Wednesday, December 28th, we're selling two really nice horses that you guys are going to want to check out. Bidding on both the horses opens at just $100, and both of them sell no reserve. Uh, the first one is a 15-year-old Bay Quarter Horse Gelding from Lazy YS Equine in Shadron, Nebraska. Uh, from the ranch to the arena, this horse has done it all. Uh, on the ranch, he's drugged calves, gathered, sorted, loaded trucks, uh, and worked at the sale barn. He's been roped off of both sides in the team roping arena. Uh, calf rope, breakaway, and he's been started on a barrel pattern. Uh, he's a fancy mover, riding on loose reins, and he knows both of his leads has a really big stop. The next one is a bay. Ray Bacano Philly out of Pepsi's little play gun. 
from Circle JTS Ranch in Lindale, Texas. Uh, very unique markings uh, for Ray Bacano. Her siblings, they've both done well in the roping business. Uh, the brother, she's got a brother that's competed in the oil plastic maturity and another sibling that's competing in stock horse competition and doing really well at that. Um, so check those guys both out. They both close uh, and will sell this next Wednesday, December 28th, on livestockmarket.com and auctiontime.com. I tip my hat to you from one legend to another. Before we let you go, we're going to give a big tip of the hat to all of you as we wish you a very happy holiday season, a Merry Christmas, and we look forward to spending the next new year with you too. And I, I have to say congratulations. Like we did at the top of the show, everybody congratulations surviving the tornadoes, the blizzards, the, the winds. The record lows. Surviving everything <laughs> in 2022. You know, so glad you made it through, which I've been kind of looking back myself a little bit, and we're probably, I would assume, going to talk a little bit more about this next week, but it didn't matter what happened this year. We were, we were there every single week. You're right. We survived. You're right. You stuck oh, knock, with us. Knock on wood. We're not quite there yet. We have one more week. But well, and I shouldn't say you just enough. stuck with us. I'm also looking at you, Tigger. You stuck with me through cancer. You stuck through us with the we cattle prices. We did it all, Yay. everybody. We knock got bucked off and we but, got back on. But knock on wood, we still have one more week to go. <laughs> And now that's going to wrap it up for today. A big thanks from our crew to yours, Brian Gill with Gill Red Angus. So good to talk with Brian, and congratulations again on a very successful sale. Mark Vanzi with LivestockMarket.com. Kirk Donsbach with Stonex Financial Incorporated. And I can finally say the boss lady, she is back. I am back. And we've got great partners, and a big thank you to all of our partners. And a Merry Christmas to them, too, by the way. Green Acres, Vitali, Farmatan, and Imogene Ingredients, the American Galvey Association, the Tri-State Livestock News, the Farmer and Rancher Exchange, and the Fence Post, Abrahamson Rodeo Company, Westway Feed Products, Neogen, Allied Genetic Resources, LivestockMarket.com, EquineMarket.com, AuctionTime.com, RFD-TV, The Cowboy Channel, and Wrangler. And crew, that is going to wrap it up for this episode of Ranch It Up. Be sure to like and follow us on Facebook at Ranch It Up Show. We've got updates there all the time, more and more and more each week. You can get a hold of us by emailing us at ranchitupshow at gmail.com. Call and text us 24-7. The number is 707-RANCH-20. That's 707-726-2420. Spread the good word and join us again next week where it's always Tigger approved. Stay ranchy and ranch it up.